again. Let's go again. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. Really in holiday mode now because I just this is the second time we've done this intro. Yeah, uh, it's probably behind the curtain. I forgot to hit record, so um, it's okay. It's that time of year. Yeah, it was great stuff too. Yeah. You'll never hear it. In fact, they're saying that that's one of the greatest podcasts of all time, and it'll never see the light of day. But anyway, welcome into another seasonal edition of the Daily Agenda, powered by Musashi, supporting your goals to fuel recover. I feel like recovers a big one at the moment. Yeah, like recovers a big one. Shred or bulk, um, and fueling the performance of every, the everyday athlete like you, G Lane, and myself. Manaya Stewart, and uh, we've been banging through a bunch of top fives just to keep you, give you something to chew on, give you something to snack on over the holiday period. I'm looking forward to this one, yeah, because this is this this is a real seasonal relevant one. This one, yes, and it is the top five sporting blowouts. Yes, because this is when the blowouts of all blowouts happen. Yes. around this, have you got any? Have you got a? Have you got a top blowout around this time of year? Um, I yeah, I spent a summer on a friend's couch, having been kicked out of both my mother's and my auntie's house That's good uh, consecutively. Yeah. Yep, uh, we don't need to go into what it, what it was for, but uh, my mate said, yeah, you can you can sleep on the couch for however long you need to. Um, but through, just through the festive season, through the festive season, um, and but he was like, but I get up for work at five o'clock and I run the blender and I will Ooh. be doing that whether you're on the couch or not. Um, and so I spent the summer sleeping on my mate's couch and emptying sacks of ground up fish out of uh, containers at the <laughs> wharf in Timaru. So that was a uh, yeah, uh, that that was off the back of a couple of real hearty holiday blowouts. Yeah, so. I, I've. I've got a date in mind, and it always happens on uh, the night of December the 16th. Oh. It's happened two years in a row where I've woken up with injuries, uh, <laughs> one of them being a broken rib, uh, another one being a gash to the head. Oh, but the rib. The, the rib recent, one. was it? Nah, the rib one was a collision with a, with a wheelie bin oh, yeah. uh, on the way home. Um, but what really sucked is I, I, I was supposed to be driving to Wellington the next day, and I didn't get home until 5 in the morning. And um, got a severe dressing down while in the shower as well, like just being yelled at. And then um, the family disappearing to Wellington uh, and yet I had to make my own way. I've actually, (laughs) you've just triggered another um, massive blowout uh, of mine uh, around this time of year as well. This was a pre-Christmas blowout where uh, the missus was at work. She was coming home later on a Saturday. My mate goes, hey, let's go down to the uh, the bar, have a couple of drinks, come back. Yep, innocent I, enough. I'd promised the missus uh, that in return for her watching Lord of the Rings, I would watch Harry Potter. So she's got snacks ready. She's bloody, Uh-oh. yeah. Uh, well, we had a couple of what we didn't realise to be 8% pints. Sure. Somebody started ordering gin teapots. Okay. Somebody out of nowhere started ordering uh, oysters. Ooh. And I got home, <laughs> fell out of my jandals trying to walk up the driveway. Got home, <laughs> <laughs> threw up all through the uh, bathtub, <sighs> which, as I was reminded at the time, you cannot flush a bathtub, <laughs> and the toilet was right beside it. Uh, and uh, we never did watch that episode of Harry Potter, and I still, to this moment, don't know if Dumbledore survives or not. Um, but that was uh, the silly season. It does catch up on you, yep. and the blowouts do happen. So that's why today we're getting into the top five sporting blowouts. Number five. You know the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? (laughs) The United States? That is American sprinter Noah Lyles. You remember him from earlier this year going off at the NBA players for calling themselves world champions. The NBA players um, who were at the time 
representing the US at the actual World Champs, uh, retaliated by just going nuts at him on Twitter, being like, you you don't know what you're talking about, we're the World Champs, this is the best league in the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they got fourth place after losing to Canada <laughs> in the third and fourth playoff. He would have been so happy about that. He would have been stoked. They got so self-righteous about it, and I understand that they are the best league in the world, the NBA, definitely. And that's where the yeah, best players totally. play. And like five of the top ten players in the world right now are um, not American. They're, they're European. So yeah. it's by far the best um, but you're not the world champion for winning that. No. The most egregious one is baseball. Oh, yeah. The World Series of Baseball. Yeah. It's I've... only you and Japan that play it. Well, Japan, hardly. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're going to include Japan, you can in- include Cuba, Mexico. Like, Dominican they play Republic. It. <laughs> Dominican Republic, they play it. But, yeah, because there's that famous speech by Chase Utley where he's like, world champs, dieseled as yeah. the day after the Dodgers won. He's like, world champions. World fucking say you're not world fucking champions. <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. It's like I don't know. It's the most American story that I've ever seen in my life. But it's uh, great that it's an American that said it though, because normally it's it'll be a European or yeah. someone that usually winds them up about that. <laughs> well, he was at the world champs. This is why he was just like, yeah. what do you mean? Why is everyone saying that you're the world champions? And you're not. Well, disappointingly for old Noah Lyles, he's a sprinter. Yeah. He's not making 120 million a year, is he? No, playing the NBA. He's also not the world champion, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's probably not really. So there's there's fault on both sides here. It's just not really his um, axe to grind, I don't think. But I, I I agree with you. I'm glad that he brought it up. Four. Oh, he slipped over. Gail, fuck you. Just slipped over. Your pardon? Fuck you. I'm not sure about that pronunciation, G Lane. We'll just check that. We'll just check that in the break. That pronunciation. Number 13. Gail, fuck you. Now, the, <laughs> the blow- uh, let's lean back on that. I didn't think. I don't think I pronounced that correctly. No, look, the blowout. You? The blowout there is not that you called him Gale. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> the blowout's not even that we lost that game. The blowout there is that France ran out of the be- out of beer at the opening game of the Rugby World Cup. In the opening match between us and uh, France at Stade de France. Uh, they ran out. The sweltering heat in France meant the fans purchased more drinks than they expected. Whatever. Which, which left many stalls running out of stock before the conclusion of. The matches. The French claimed that there was no shortage of beer, but rather a problem with keeping them cold. Um, but it made me think, when they said that they didn't expect people to be buying that much, I believe it, because when we were over there for the Export Beer Garden Tour, yeah. everywhere we went, they were shocked. Well, they weren't shocked, but they some people were surprised that we wanted to order a beer. Yeah. Other people clocked us straight away and were like, English dudes, we'll give them four beers. Yeah. It's like when we went into that bar and we sat out the front and the guy goes, what can I get you? And we're like, can we get four Heinekens? And he goes, I don't have Heineken, but I've got these other beers. And we said, oh, yeah, what are they? And he goes, it's just another shit lager. Do you want it? And we're like, yeah, Yeah. four four of them, please. (laughs) Four large ones as well because they always say, we're like, small or large? We're like... Because I've seen their smalls are like a small glass. They're yeah. like, yeah, large. It's like a midi. Yeah, and then you get a pint glass. Yeah, they're not big not big beer drinkers in France. They are not. And then all. along comes uh, Ireland, New Zealanders, yep. Scottish. South Africans. And South Africans. <laughs> and just English. Just yep. massive beer guzzlers. Lagerlouts. And I love it how at the uh, Ireland-Scotland game in the Stade de France, when we were over there, yeah. uh, broke the world record for the amount. Oh, no, the, Par- the Stade de France record for the most amount of piss drunk. By about 20,000 pints. Like, it was outrageously large. It's, it was yeah. insane. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. But I was, I, was, I was also talking to some people about the amount of booze that gets drunk at rugby games and how wounding it is for people getting up all the time and walking back to their yeah. seats. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it is actually. Because in football and in England and throughout Europe, you can't bring your piss to your seats. 
you can only drink it in the concourse, yeah. um, which they say makes the viewing experience much more pleasant because yeah. everyone sits down, 40 minutes of football, get up at halftime, smash a couple of pints, come back, watch 40 minutes of football. No fuck, you know him just standing out for fuckers coming past you the whole time. That is a great so, point. Yeah, so I, I looked at it and I was like, actually, that's not a... As much as I, as I was like, fuck, you can't drink at your seat, I was like, wow, stop wounders coming past you all the time, yeah. wouldn't it? And also, they just get dieseled before they go. Yes. And then they coast along yeah. while they're watching the game. They're actually into the game. Yeah. Yeah. The advantage just, there is they can get 40,000 cups of beer in your hand in 10 minutes yeah. during the break, whereas in New Zealand... It would just melt down. Yeah, and in France it did melt down yeah. and it became the headline of the World Cup before the World Cup. It even really kicked <laughs> off love, in earnest. I love how it was the headline as well. Yeah. Not that the All Blacks lost the opening game to France that they ran out of piss. I ran out of beer. All the social media from the New Zealand fans, no fucking piss here. I guarantee there was at least one punter out there somewhere who knew that it had run out of beer but not whether we won or lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, but how did, it, how did the game go? Huh? No idea. All right, let's move on for the top five sporting blowouts. Number three. Man, you only played 29 games last year. Jesus. And you missed the season before that. And I've been wondering what the hell is taking you so long to get healthy. Because all I can think about is, she's a porn star. That is the inimitable uh, Stephen A. Smith referring to NBA star Zion Williamson who posted a gender reveal video for the birth of his first child. There's some problems there already. Um, then adult entertainer Mariah Mills comes out of the clouds with allegations. She'd been up to all sorts um, with old mate and this was uh, the first she'd heard about the baby mama and certainly the baby proceeds to post detailed explanations of their encounters that I don't feel like repeating on this podcast. Yeah, there was there was bodily fluids going into orifices. Mm. There were all sorts. And it was, I love this because she just unloaded and she just kept on coming. Yeah. Like, there's li- not literally, there was a, not, I didn't mean to, that was not a double on time. Mm. She did, every day there was a new post. Yes. And a new allegation. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> I've just got visions of Zion Williamson, no relation to Kane, going, <laughs> like sitting there going, Ugh. Ah, shit. He's like, and then I'm going, oh, fuck. Ah, shit. Ugh. They were so specific. <laughs> I know. That, like, there's no way it didn't. And this was an interesting one because, like, the, the, he didn't really do anything wrong, really. Like, there'll be a few others on this countdown where he's like, oh, yeah, they were clearly. Yeah. Like, this was just dumb and it was, like, immoral, sure. But, yeah. like, problematic, not really. And, you know, it didn't really affect his playing career, but it was just such a. Unnecessary, <sighs> unneeded blowout. He should have known if if that's what he had been getting up to, not to post this gender reveal video. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. But then, like then she, Mariah Mills, the uh, adult entertainer, mm. um, OnlyFans uh, oh, star. Yeah. yeah, she then like, started up. having a pop at the mother of Zion Williamson's child, saying yeah. she's. You could at least like she's a shit porn star. It's like well no, she's not a porn star. She's like an influencer or something. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was we- it was super weird. She then starts attacking her, like, <laughs> and not, like I don't think it's her fault. I don't think you can't you can't start slinging mud at the nah. mother of the child. But yeah, it was a real pickle he got himself into, and it was one of the great things to observe from a distance. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Not being involved in it at all, <laughs> except for the fact that he was in my fantasy team when it was happening, um, and he went all right when he was on the court. Um, apparently, goes all right when he's off the court too. Uh, from yeah, the, sounds the sounds of it, of it yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen that man, but he is a freak of nature and a freak in the sheets. Let's move on. Two. Well, the gun wasn't mine. Um, no, I, it's not who I am. I don't condone and. 
know, any type of violence. Um, but I take, you know, full responsibility, you know, for my actions. Um, made a, you know, bad mistake. But, you know, in the future, um, I'm going to show everybody who John really is, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm about mm -hmm. and, um, you know, mm -hmm. change this narrative. That was after Ja Morant's first suspension for showing a gun on an Instagram live. Uh, photos emerged of him in a private room at a strip club with a woman on his lap, cash around the room, and what appeared to be a gun. Was, uh, he, sh was he shooting a rap video or something? Because that sounds was, like a rap video to me. He was living a rap video. I don't know why he had the gun. After his suspension, Ja returned to the Grizzlies until another video of him emerged flashing yet another gun on Instagram Live. So the narrative did not change around Ja Morant. He served a 25-game suspension to start the season. This same season, uh, Stephen Adams plays with him. Stephen Adams blows his knee out, so that team is in the toilet. All up, Ja Morant cost himself, has cost himself so far over $38 million uh, in fines and suspensions. $38 million. You know what, this is, what this is, the sad thing about this is like, kids, my 11-year-old son loves Ja Morant and all his mates love it. Yeah. And they all know that he's been suspended. And I, I asked him, why do you think he's been suspended? He goes, I, I'm flashed a gun. Yeah. I was like, and they're just, they're totally cool with that. They still love him. And yeah. they're still wearing Ja Morant singlets, even though he's a complete bell end. Yeah. Who's flashing, by all accounts. By, yeah, flashing guns around. It's like, you should, I don't know if you guys should be wearing a Ja Morant singlet right now. There's, anyway, they so, don't care. There's so many stories of him like uh, playing basketball out in the community, like at a park or something, and then getting into a fight with someone. Apparently one of them was like a kid, like 14 or 15, he beat someone up. Uh, apparently his sister got into a fight at some point, then he showed up with or without a gun, allegedly, oh, um, to try and break the fight up. Like this guy is like a clear example of being given the world and it just going straight to his head. Do you know what he, he needs to fly out here and play for the breakers. Yeah. Where yeah. it's very difficult to get your hands on a gun. Yep. Uh, no one thinks you're cool for doing it. No, one, no, you're not cool. Definitely not cool for doing it. No. And you could just really focus on your basketball. Yeah. Uh, that would be a real... Uh, maybe Stephen Adams and Ja Morant need to come down and play in the uh, NBL with our average 100 points a game each. And they would sell out Spark Arena oh, every single week. 100%. <laughs> I'd chuck my bulletproof vest on and go down and check it out. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the number one sporting blowout of the year. Number one. Let's bring you this breaking news. And Luis Rubiales has been banned from football for three years by FIFA. We thought about putting this one on the sporting wins, <laughs> but the uh, this guy really fumbled it at the end. Spanish football head Luis Rubiales shockingly pashed one of his players on the podium after winning the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. His mother then holed up in a church and went on hunger strike until he was left alone. My question for you is, G-Lane, is she still alive? She can't be because he, no one left him alone. Um, he was, He resigned. You got banned from the sport. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the mum, she's going to be pretty fucking hungry. Oh, geez, she'll be uh, starving. Uh, absolutely starving, Marvin. Um, what a but, ridiculous brain explosion and blowout from this dude. Yeah, it was a shocker, but it's... So unnecessary. Also, it sucks that it took the like all of the limelight yeah. off the Spanish women's team winning. And they won in emphatic fashion and playing great football. We went and watched them play the semifinal in, in Auckland. Yeah. Like... They fired I, shots, eh? I feel for I feel yeah, they did. They fired shots on the pitch and unfortunately this fuck went fired a shot off it. <laughs> and just totally spoiled it for them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the team's saying they refuse to play when he's in charge and it's not about their win anymore. And I 
Yeah, it's a bit of a blowout. Like, it's a massive do, blowout. Uh, like, do you need to do that? I don't know. It completely no. tarnished the, the whole thing. There was just the year before when um, it was like eight of the top uh, flight players decided that they weren't going to play for that guy anymore. Yeah. Um, it turns out that they were right because he's an absolute uh, douchebag. And that is your number one blowout, Luis Rubiales, yeah. uh, for your season. Don't have um, anything like any of these dudes have had. Well, that's what I say. If, you have, if you've had a blowout this seasonal season, you haven't had a bigger blowout. Than those five. No. Okay. Just, you know, you look at you got to look at that list. There's there's guns. There's sexual misconduct. There's people running out of beers, which is a, a massive blowout. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's also there's there's something for everyone in there. So go easy on yourself uh, yeah. this holiday period, yeah. and we'll see you shortly for another top five. The ACC's daily agenda podcast, powered by Musashi.